Welcome to Talking About Talking. I'm Dr. Ethan Becker, one of the senior speech coaches at the Speech Improvement Company in Boston. And with me today is... Hi, I'm Laurie Schlaff, and I'm Ethan's colleague of many years and a senior coaching partner here at the Speech Improvement Company. And today we're going to be talking about politics, or mm-hmm. how to talk about politics. Mm-hmm. And Laura, you had a you had a client ask you the other day about it was she was a mid level manager in her company, corporate right. environment. How to talk about politics, or is it even possible to talk about it without? looking bad or having it affect your career or something like that, right? Right, right. And, you know, I think it's a a great question, particularly at this time when everyone's talking about politics and there's some candidates who get a lot of attention, you know, for good and for bad. I think that talking about politics in the workplace is really a personal choice. Because it's a hot topic, I do feel if you totally avoid it, you may become across as too much of the silent type. Mm -hmm. However, I do caution clients, and in particular uh, this uh, female manager who came to me, that if you do engage in conversation, make it more about your observations than your strong, passionate opinions. Do you think that there's any gender issue in it? Like if men talk about it, it's okay. If women do, it's not, or the reverse. Or do you think it's kind of gender neutral? It's along a continuum of how politically passionate someone is. Mm -hmm. So, for example, there's some people, frankly, they're somewhat disinterested, so they can objectively look at the candidates. Then there's other people who might come from a background of lifelong Republicans, lifelong Democrats, a liberal or conservative, and they're very sold on certain candidates from the get-go without having that sort of dispassionate view of candidates. Let me ask you this then. So why does it matter? Who cares? So you're at a meeting, you're at your company meeting, somebody brings up, uh, you know, pick your candidate, candidate X, and then you give your opinion about that. Who cares? Why does that, or does that matter in your career? Do you want to be pigeonholed in a certain way? And I think values that we have here at the Speech Improvement Company are the following two. Civility, in other words, it helps you to get along better in the workplace to be a little bit dispassionate and certainly not over the top emotional, and also mutual respect. So so fine, voice your opinion, go right ahead, but show mutual respect. When you get away from television, when you get away from the, you must be politically correct because you're hurting feelings, I think in a work environment, the problem is when it comes time to get things done. And now you're in a meeting talking not about politics, but about the product or whatever it is. But people in the room can only see you as the liberal, as the Mm -hmm, conservative. mm -hmm. There he goes again. Extreme ideas. Yeah, they can't get past Mm -hmm. it. And you may say, well, that's tough luck for them. I say as a coach, tough luck for your whole team now. Mm Because now your mm -hmm. whole team is kind Mm -hmm. of in a tough place Mm -hmm. because... You're not dialoguing. And I don't think that means don't ever talk about it. I don't think that means you have to walk on eggshells. Right. You just have to be skillful how you talk about politics. Right. And let me give a suggestion. Tell me if you agree with this. I think we all need to become better listeners. That's how we learn. We know what we think. But why not say, um, Ethan, what did you think of the debate last night? Rather than pontificating about what I thought. Which Find out what you someone might, else You might thinks. ask me that, and then I immediately go to the left or to the right. Mm-hmm. That's your problem. Seriously. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. I know, I know. Uh-huh. And But you can elevate your ethos in that moment by how you respond. You either let me drag you into the debate mm-hmm. or 
or you've elevated above that. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it's. it's Let, we can also differentiate between an observation and a strong opinion. Yeah. So if you want to be in the safe zone, observe certain things about a stance on issues or style, which yeah. we'll get into in a moment, rather than having a incredibly passionate point of view that one candidate's better than the yeah. other. Do, do you agree? I, I do, and I think it's not, the reason it's not easy to have a political conversation at work without people being pigeonholed is not by accident. The television industry has designed that. I mean, we work with pro media professionals around the world, and we know. I mean, the, the idea on television and radio is to keep people watching, keep mm -hmm. them listening, do not change the, mm -hmm. the station. And the best way to do that is make it as emotional as possible. Well, in the workplace, the, our goal is not, don't look away. Our goal is, let's solve this project. When we talk about politics, you bring up your point of view, and with you, whether you like it or not, you've brought all of the points of view from the television station that maybe I watched the night before, and now I think of you, and I think of all of them, whether you want it or not. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. So it's not like be, be skillful and careful because you don't want to hurt feelings. Be aware of your ethos. Be skillful absolutely, about your point of view. Absolutely, and that brings us to an issue we talk a lot about with our corporate clients, with many business professionals, and even our political candidates, and that is style. How do you want to come across? What do you want people saying about you? And so uh, we've had over the years something called electionspeakers.com where yep. we don't say we yep. love this candidate right. or another. We simply talk objectively the about their style. Yeah. So maybe it would help um, our listeners for each of us just to name a couple of things to objectively look at when you're watching a debate. Okay. I would say uh, clarity of speech. I would say listen to the where they are adding color into wor the words, their color words, where are they adding inflection to match meaning. And a, a, one last real quick one is that if you're watching a debate, if you're watching um, and you're not, if you can cover up the screen or the, not the debate, but the people afterwards when they're talking about it, if you don't know who commentators. they are. The commentators. Cover up the screen where it says if they're a Republican or Democrat and see if you can figure it out by what they're listening, what, what they're mm, saying. Yeah, and yeah. if you can, why? What was the word that they used that had framing that caused them to feel left or right? That's a great mm -hmm, skill to be mm -hmm. able to listen for. Yeah, and just quickly, because I know we're coming yep. to an end. Um, what about facial expression? We tend to judge people from the neck up. Do they look pleasant? Does it have the kind of demeanor you'd want in a congressperson or a senator or a president? You know, that, that matters a lot. Yeah. I mean, basically, you want someone who represents your country in a very positive way. And does the facial expression match what they're saying? Do I look present, pleasant when I'm talking about death? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Does it match mm -hmm. or not? That's all the time we have for Talking About Talking. If you want to reach us, you can find us online at speechimprovement.com, and you can send us questions, comments, suggestions for the show, and uh, we'll, we'll see what we can do. So... Thanks for listening, and bye, bye for, for now. now.